Millions of business owners around the world are closing their doors because of the COVID-19 crisis. Anxiety and stress are rising to unprecedented levels. So how are we going to navigate all this and keep our sanity? We're the Benham Brothers, and this is the Expert Ownership Podcast, where we believe entrepreneurs and business owners were made for moments like this. And leaders like you, you weren't built just to survive. You were born to thrive. Today, we're talking with John Gordon. He's a best-selling author of The Energy Bus and Positive Leadership. He's a business coach to countless Fortune 500 companies, including Dell, Southwest Airlines, Snapchat, BB&T Bank. Good grief. Listen to this guy. Northwestern Mutual and more. And he even graduated from Cornell University where he played lacrosse. And we want you to know that he is recording from home. So just hang with us on the audio. The audio is not great. But it is absolute gold what he's given us. So hang in there with us. Everybody's working from home. So that's right. Everybody gets a hall pass. Let's talk to John. This guy's amazing. Here we go. All right. John, listen, man. COVID 19. What do we do about this? Yeah. I mean, it's the state of affairs with small businesses. And 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 here Jason and I, you know. We see your book, The Energy Bus, became a Wall Street Journal uh, best-selling book. Now, we're jealous just, about that, by the way. Yeah, I mean... That's, it, that's it, big deal. But it's all about overcoming common life and work obstacles that bring out the best in yourself. So, I mean, what bigger obstacle could we have than something like a global pandemic at this magnitude? It's a great test for, for who we are right now and how we can overcome. So... yeah. In the energy bus, we will all face challenges, but ultimately it's about how you define yourself and your team's success. Mm. And life is about staying positive through those challenges. Mm. So that's about a, a guy named George who's miserable and negative, and he has to overcome negativity to ultimately create success at work and at home. And for me, it was based on me and my own personal struggles with negativity and adversity. So many wow. years ago, I got fired from a, a dot-com job during the dot-com crash. So I know what yeah. it's like to go through a tough time during a, a personal and a financial crisis, and it happened to me. So I think I'm prepared now to be able to, to share with others. And what we have to do now is we got to stay positive. We got to focus on what we can control, E plus P equals O. We can't control the events in our life, but we can't control our positive response. Oh, that's great. And that determines the outcome, right? So we're going through stuff, but we, we can respond in a positive way. It doesn't mean we're not going to face challenges now, but when we respond in a positive way, it gives us a greater chance to have success in the future. That determines the outcome. And then every day we got to lead our teams in a way that says, okay, I don't know everything. We got to talk about the brutal facts. We got to talk about the challenges and the adversity. Let's not be Pollyanna. But yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> how we're going to overcome it together. Yeah. You're not, you're not denying reality. Oftentimes, you know, when you think of the power of positive thinking, it's like, okay, deny reality. I'm not even going to talk about reality. Well, no, that's not what we're talking about. Reality is that COVID-19 exists. Reality is that business owners are closing their doors all over this country. Reality could potentially look like 30% unemployment. So what is something practical that you would tell the uh, the person who actually just got laid off from their job and has no idea what to do? Where would you start them? Practical tip, either from one of your books or something that comes to the top of mind right now. Well, that's a challenge, but then you have to find the opportunity in it. So mm. right now there's a, there's a lot of jobs on Amazon. There's a lot of jobs in yeah. Walmart and grocery stores. That's there's right. a side hustle that you can create right now online. Got my 19 year old son from home, home from college, right? 
okay, he's got a lot of time right now. So you got to start making so, some money. You got to support the family. We're That's all gonna, right. We're going here. Chip the, in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dad just lost a few hundred thousand dollars in speaking engagements. That's so exactly like, right. So did we. But so not that we. much, but still. That's right. Something out. And again, this is a reality. We're, we've all lost stuff. And I'm not uh, diminishing what other people have lost. I just know what I've lost and I know other people have lost. And I'm thankful I've saved over the years and been, have been prudent in that way. But for my son, I was like, okay, start making some money. Well, guess what? Started selling stuff on Macari and, and, and eBay. Wow. Next thing you know, he's making a few hundred dollars already. Boom, boom, boom. Just selling some things. So that's something we can all look at. There's online courses. There's a whole online world out there that you may not have known about that you could actually create and start. So I would say if you lost your job, just start looking for ways to make money. When I lost my job during the dot-com crash, I was like, okay, I'll go work at a restaurant. I used to be a waiter. I was a bartender. Wow. I'll go yeah. do that. But well, we can't, we can't do that right now, obviously. Yeah, sure. My, sure. Wife, my wife was like, I'll go work at Starbucks. She was going to go do that. So the idea is let's just survive right now. Let's just get by while we stay positive, mm. having a vision of what we want to create in the future. And I, and I do believe that this is not Pollyanna. I do believe this is going to turn around yes. in, a, in a few months. I do believe we will have to go back to work as a society and yep. we'll be managing this in a better way with greater infrastructure, with hospital infrastructure, with supplies, with testing. And we have that in place. We, we will go back to work and yeah. then we'll be making sure that we take care of the areas where there are hot spots that come up. But as a whole, we'll go back to work. And I think I yeah. would say by May, by May. But the idea is, okay, you lost your job. It's not the end of the world. Right. Stay positive, keep believing. And again, not Pollyanna. I wrote a book, The Power of Positive Leadership. Oh, okay. And Alan Mullally, it wasn't a small business, but it was Ford. And they were losing $14 billion. Whoa. He comes in as a CEO and literally has to turn it around. And he did. And he said, John, everyone had to know the plan, embrace the plan, and relentlessly work towards the plan. He had them profitable in a few short years. It was wow. one of the greatest leadership feats in history. And he told me that, we had to honor what was going on. We had to talk about the problems. But he said, positive leaders find a way forward. Mm -hmm. And so he was pointing forward with where they wanted to be. In that same book, I talked about Dabo Sweeney. I worked with Clemson for the past eight years now. Wow. Okay, a football analogy. But Love him. He, he's six and seven in 2010. It looks like he's going to get fired. That's right. He, he doesn't get fired. He barely holds on. But he had this optimism and belief about his job about what he could create about what Clemson could be. And he set out to create it. So, so I do know that being negative will guarantee that you don't succeed. Yeah. Being positive won't guarantee it, but it gives you the best chance. You know, it's interesting. You talk football, Jason and I, we talk about right now, you think about a wide receiver running toward the defender. You know, the ball was just snapped. Boom. He's running his route. Then he has to decelerate pivot and then, run the rest of his route, right? That's kind of where we are right now. It's a pause, pivot, and a plan. And that's where, really where leaders are right now. And, and, and so one of the things that you, you just mentioned, and I love listening to your story about you being a server or your wife was a server, and you guys just do whatever it takes. Uh, you can't be positive in the midst of this if you've got pride. Mm -hmm. and, and, and this is where Jason and I are encouraging entrepreneurs and business owners, look, if you have to pause and hibernate your business for a while and close your doors and stock some shelves. There ain't no shame in that, you know? It's okay. You know, for over 10 years, we've had a bull market. Success has come. I mean, we've had a phenomenal economy. Uh, and, and you look back, and obviously some of that was, we see, was more bubble than anything. But we, you look back and, and you say, man, 
I remember looking at a lot of guru coaches burning money, burning Lambos, saying, hey, we're going to be in a Learjet. I'm like, "What? don't burn money. You know, what are you doing? Now we're looking back at that. Like, you know what? I think this is a good reset for a lot of people and say, we don't, our identity and our pride should not be found in what we do for a living, but in who we are as children of God created by him. That's a, if we have that identity, if that's the best thing that we get out of COVID-19, I'm telling you, we're going to be a much better nation. And I think what you said is so profound, important, because our identity is so often rooted in our success, rooted in our wealth, rooted yeah. in our business. Yes. And so now when all of that is taken away, who do you look to? Wow. I believe Matthew West and I were talking about this the other day, the, the famous singer. Yeah. Yep. Matthew West said, I can't help but think that all this social distancing is going to lead to a more spiritual closeness with God. That's yes. right. And so that's when I found God was during my crisis. I didn't believe in God before that. I mean, I did, but not, I didn't have a relationship. And it was during that crisis where I, I turned to God, where I found faith. And what this will reveal, what this time will reveal is, is your faith, your optimism, your belief, and ultimately what you're made of. And being humble, as you said, is such a big yeah. part of that because these kind of events humble you. I called up the other day a guy and said, hey, you know, I put down this money on a, a condo I was going to buy in the Clemson area. I said, I honestly have to hold on to my money right now sure. to make sure that I, that I take care of my people, my team. Like they're more important. So That's right. I, I either you prolong it or you basically yeah. just say, John, you lost your money. So I was willing to lose my money. And he said, you know, I'm so thankful that you called. He goes, that's so big of you that you would call. He goes, no one really does that. Everyone just yeah. tries to get lawyers involved or they yeah, just yeah. ignore. You just called and shared your situation. You know what? It's a situation that I'm honestly dealing with. I have to take care of my people more than I'm going to buy that condo. So I'm going to lose a good chunk of money on it, but, but that's okay. I'm having to do that right now. And I'm not ashamed of that. It's, wow. it's a lesson. It's a lesson I will learn forever. Yeah, it's wow. good leadership. It's, but and uh, and hopefully from that my team will know that I'm not a hero, but in some small way I, I sacrifice for them. Erwin McManus, you know, was a good oh, friend yeah. of mine, and we were yeah. er, we were talking the other day, and he's the one who led me to Jesus actually before we even knew each other. I, wow. I listened to his sermons. Now we're great friends. He said, "This is the greatest act in humanity." Like from a generosity standpoint, he truly believes this is one of the greatest acts of, of humanity by what we're doing. We're literally sacrificing our financial futures for the good and the safety and the lives of other people. Yeah. And we're actually doing that in scale, millions of people. That says a lot about the human condition. Now there's some bad human conditions as well. We also see others taking advantage of people. We're not caring about others. But when, when you think about it, that's what's happening. But as a small business owner and a former small business restaurant owner who wow. owns several oh, restaurants, wow. yeah, you own several restaurants. I know what they're going through right now. Yeah. I'm thinking about the small business people. Yeah. Most job creation comes from small business. I don't know about this bailout package. I have not studied it, but I have a feeling it's probably helping more corporate than it is small businesses. And I'm thinking about the small business owners of what they have yeah. to do just like you are. It's the so backbone of our economy. Speak to those small business owners real quick, man. Just let it loose. I mean, you've yeah. been in the restaurant uh, business. Now you're a small business owner as well. Go ahead. Speak to them, man. What Put do you yourself, want to say directly to yeah. them? Put yourself maybe, in their shoes. Maybe the government is not looking out for you. Mm. Maybe they're not. But guess what? God is looking out for right. you. And there, there is a plan for your future. When this happened to me, the government never helped me. I showed up every day, worked hard, had grit, right? Just putting myself to the grind every single day, do whatever it takes to survive. And then you survive and then you get through it. And then 
you start to get a little bit better, a little bit better. And then you start wow. to thrive and you That's just right. have to get through this time, whatever you have to do. And so there are SBA loans I'm, I'm understanding right now that yeah. are helping businesses yeah. get through yeah. this time. So that's key. Up to 2 million also, bucks uh, for, for S corps, LLCs up to 2 million bucks. Um, yep. And, so and C corps, 10 loans. million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These loans will carry us. And then start communicating with your team. Don't yeah. be shy about communicating with them. Let them know what's going on. I was at a school district speaking and the superintendent was talking to, to the entire school district. And he told them that 10% of their jobs were going to be eliminated. Wow. So 10% of the people in that room were going to lose their jobs and no one knew who was losing their oh. job. Oh boy. He, and then I had to speak after that. He, oh my goodness. He got a standing ovation now. Did he really? Because he was so honest and transparent. Yep. And he was like that all the time. He was mm. always a leader who told it like it was. It's awesome. So as a leader, talk to your team, communicate. Where there's a void in communication, negativity will fill it. So oh. fill the void with mm. communication. Even if it's not great news, still communicate. And, and in doing that, you'll build the relationships and the trust that when things do come back, you will have the most loyal people on the planet. That's amazing. A couple of things. One, Ken Coleman, our good friend and your good friend as well, uh, talked about in, in the podcast we did with him, he talked about how clarity brings confidence as leaders. Clarity brings confidence, which brings courage. You're able to make courageous decisions. And it brings confidence not only in yourself, but clarity uh, for your people brings confidence in you as a leader. But also, you mentioned... I think I think Ken got that from me, but Oh, I bet he did. I don't doubt we'll, that. We'll go ahead and give you the credit for that. Because <laughs> hey, I, I used to say connection breeds clarity, right? The more connected yeah, yeah. we are, the more we have clarity. Then clarity breeds confidence. Mm. And, then, and then Ken added the courage piece, which I like. Yeah, so I got to give him credit for the courage. But, but you know, another thing you mentioned <laughs> is that you called, you're, you're in the middle of a situation, uh, closing on a condo in, in Clemson and boom, you just pick up the phone, you call, you hit it face to face, you know, especially for the millennial leaders. Um, it's so much easier. And I find this even myself just to text and we, we communicate digitally so often that right now, it's important to pick up the phone and call and actually relate with people. Look them in the eyes. If you can meet them, well, obviously you can't meet them in person, social distancing, but, but still to have that kind of communication, I think is really going to be a great reset uh, for our culture. Did you know, I mean, did you just pay attention to what John just said? It might've been one of the most profound things I've heard in a while. John, you said when, when communication is absent, negativity fills the void. I've never heard that, but I a hundred percent see how it works, especially as a business owner, man, where did you learn that? Like tell do you, it, was there a time in your life where you found that to be true? Oh yeah. As a business owner <laughs> running restaurants in a marriage, if my wife and I are not communicating well, oh, yeah. negativity fills it. So it's just something that came to me. Like most of the ideas I, I like have, it. I put it in the power of positive leadership and a few other books I've written and people really resonate with that message because it's so true. We've all experienced that when we don't communicate well, bad things happen. It's in politics. I believe right now more than ever, our leaders need to communicate a plan. Oh yeah. What we're going to do, how we're going to do it, be very specific. And the more specific you can be, you won't have all this negativity filling the voids. And I believe that for some reason, our president doesn't communicate very specifically communicates very general. So then the media pounces, which they'll pounce anyway, but then the media pounces with, with filling those voids. So the more you can be specific, better off you're going to be. We need this many beds. This is how we're going to get them. Yeah. Yeah. I love how Ramsey tests. This is how we're going to do it. That's right. I love how Ramsey does it. These are the, you know, as you're communicating, these are the things we know, and here's what we're going to do about it. 
these are the things we don't know. Like, be honest. Hey, we don't know. This COVID-19, we have no idea. Right now, Jason and I, we have multiple companies. Our real estate company just got shut down because uh, in Mecklenburg County, which is Charlotte, this is home, our hometown, basically said no real estate activities. Unless you got a house under contract and it's already in closing, title work and all that, you can finish that. But all the other stuff. And so now Jason and I are in front of our teams like, well, we don't know exactly. They said three weeks, probably going to get extended. We don't know. Here's what we don't know. But here's what we do know. <laughs> and yep. we just built a plan right off of that. So anyway, that, that really helps us. And, and another thing is that the, and this is, I don't want to get too like articulate with all these little statements because we want very practical stuff. But, you know, we live in a microwave society, but success comes in a crock pot. Hmm. That's just the way God works, you know. And so we're not going to get instantly better instantly. It's just going to come over time. This will end. That we, we are going to get better, but it's going to take time. Like when I get cut, it heals from the inside out, but it, you know, it doesn't heal immediately overnight. And, and so we, we just are going to have to get our mindset around that and just embrace that process. Uh, and I think that's just going to be an amazing thing for us. So John, the, the, the book title that one of the books that you've written, how many books have you written? 20, 20. We've what only you, written four. What do you do in your spare time? And it's, hey, it's two of us. I'm a lot older than you guys, though. (laughs) Whatever. No, you're not. not. Man, okay, so it's called the energy bus. That's one of them. So obviously, when you're talking, I I recognize that positivity is a perspective that you have. Like, okay, so here's the issue. Yeah, it's not good, but I'm going to spin this perspective. And if I have the right positive perspective from the title of your book, The Energy Bus, that energizes and motivates me, right? Oh, yeah. It's 10 Rules for the Ride of Your Life. It's about a guy who has to get his team on the bus and moving in the right direction with a shared vision, focus, and purpose to, in order to, to achieve their goal as a team. So he's very negative. He has to learn to be positive, meets a bus driver, and she teaches him these lessons. It's my most popular book, still awesome. on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list 13 years later. So wow. it resonates with people even more now. I think The Carpenter, though, is really good for your audience because The Carpenter is an entrepreneurial story. It's about a small business couple. Oh, starting a business and they have they have to learn these lessons from a carpenter j period emmanuel is his name and this carpenter teaches them these strategies or the greatest success principles of all and you know what so simple mm. build with optimism yes love serve care if we can love serving care today so to grow our business right now we have to look for ways to love people to serve them to show that we care now again I've lost a lot at this time. Yeah. I'm not making money, but what can I do? Well, I'm doing these free webinars right now with an audience. We had 11,000 people signed up for our last one. What? So That's amazing. What was the title? It was called Staying Positive Through Challenges and Change. And they, anyone can find it on YouTube. So I did that. And again, I'm looking, now we're doing one today at, at noon for student athletes and coaches since I work with so many sports teams and college athletes and coaches. So we're doing one for that audience. And Great. My goal right now is to say, how can I just be of service? And I know when it, when it comes back, I'm going to be in a, in a place where people will know that I was there to make a difference. That's, Again, right. that's not why I'm doing That's not why I'm doing it. It's just who I am. Like I, you have to do this. Matthew West had a concert in his house last night <laughs> for his, for his audience. The guy has to perform. He has to play. Yeah. It's who he, it's who he is. And I think you guys, same thing. Like, okay, you had to shut down your real estate right now, temporarily. So you're doing this using your gifts and talents and skills in a way to make a difference because that's what you're doing. Everybody can look at this in the same way. And I want to just say one thing about positivity. 
I know we have to be practical, but so often we just need to stay positive. How do I know about that? Well, I work with Snapchat and Evan Spiegel, the founder, and okay, right. he, he brought me in a year and a half ago to work with his leadership team. He's, he read the power of positive leadership. And so right before the meeting with his leadership team, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, do you want me to talk about a cost benefit analysis of, right. of positivity? You want me to talk about case studies? You want me to give this numbers and these data? And, I, and I'm thinking because they're really smart people. You know what he said, John? Just help us stay positive. He's, <laughs> right. He's like, Instagram is coming at us. The marketplace and Wall Street is crushing us. The mm. media is crushing us right now. What they do for the last year and a half? Stayed positive, focused on their core business. Every day they showed up, they said, we're not going to listen to the outside noise. Yep. Don't watch too much news and TV. Plenty of it. Continue to build what you can build every day. And we've seen their success. I think they added 8 million people that last quarter as a result of that. So they're on the upswing. And re he really credits it. He was talking about in a recent interview in the in one of the big magazines that he credits it with the positivity and the focus on that. And again, that's what we have to do right now. Yeah. There are practical steps with communication and with connection and looking for ways to build your business, all that good stuff. But just staying positive yeah. is actually a big part of the battle. Oh, that's game. amazing. I love that. Okay, so our, our podcast, Expert Ownership, how to own a business without it owning you. And also now in the COVID-19 edition is how to own a business. Yeah. <laughs> we want to keep actually keep it. We want to keep the doors open, but it, it's really not just owning a business. It's owning every area of your life. You've heard it before. Just own it, right? Own up. You know, that's, that's what we as men do and, and, and good hardworking women. We, we own up. That's what leaders do. So we have a thing we call the faithful five on every podcast. We ask our guests, tell us, just give us a, a 10, 15, 20 second how are you owning it in one of the faithful five? And here are the faithful five areas where we are encouraging people to own every area of your life, beginning, number one, faith, and then owning your family in terms of relationships in your family, your finances, your fitness, and your friendships. How are you owning it? Just pick one and tell us how you practically are owning it on a daily basis. I got to do two because okay, I'm go a for it. I love it. And I'll yeah. be quick though. I'll be quick. Faith. I am praying to God every day more than ever. So this is deepening my faith right now. So a lot of prayer right now is, Good. is how I'm owning that. Family, my 19-year-old son is home. I'm using this as a time to really invest in him. He's been struggling this year, going through a lot of challenges. Yeah. So this is a time for me to really invest in my relationship with him. When am I going to get this time again? He turns 20 in April. When will I get this time again? So really investing in family right now and knowing that this is the biggest priority. So there are blessings in this for everybody. Mm. We just have to find those blessings. I love it, man. And your most recent book, Stay Positive, could not be more <laughs> timely, brother. We appreciate you. Thanks for coming on our podcast. You are surely owning it, man. Thanks so much. Appreciate you, John. Thanks, guys. Hey, appreciate you guys. Bless you, man. He was a stud. Dude. I really like him. Oh, my gosh. You know, in the middle of all of this, it's so easy to get bogged down with negativity, and then, boom, here comes this, what's he, a 50-year-old? No, he said he's 49. 49, yeah. But well, listen, he's basically 50. I loved how he said uh, being negative will guarantee you won't be successful. But if you're positive, at least you got a chance. Yeah. Right? No, that's excellent. Oh, my I, gosh. Yeah, I, I love how he said you got to stay positive in the middle of all this, but have a vision of what you want to create in the future. Yeah. I love that. That It's that hope that's out front. It stays out in front. And that'll keep you moving and forward. And it's not just having the vision, but it's communicating it clearly. Because, and I want to end with this, 
that when communication is absent, negativity always fills the void. Mm. That blew my mind. Yeah. I'm going to have to steal that one. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that in pretty much all my relationships, especially (laughs) my relationship with you. If we're not talking, I can't stand you. All right, man. We got to have him back on. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. Hey, if you're looking to crack the code to have financial freedom, a thriving business, and a life of impact, the best resource we know is our expert ownership course, where we take you through a step-by-step process to help you become a CEOpreneur. You can earn more income and even have more impact, especially with those people that matter the most to you in your family and in your friendships. ExpertOwnership.com is your course. 